well-known pimp. Narcotics king. Big-time racketeer. Back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. You need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life. Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> It's November 11th, kids. Exploding Head Movies is on now. Buckle up. We inaugurate the evening. Just drumming up a little weirdness. It gets late so early now. The waves come in in mountain phases. Of a 10th grade prophecy. A 
motel masterpiece. Blind to the branching possibilities, teardrops are standing in my eyes. Good evening, Hvar Ilta. Happy Remembrance Day and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program we found on Vancouver's most memorable community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. 101! Say it that way. This station broadcasts an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on UBC campus, and our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland, from Squamish in the north, Bellingham to the south, west past Point Grey, and across the Salish Sea, where our frequency does gentle battle with our friends over at the University of Victoria, CFUV. And then CITR signal continues east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. If you've subscribed to Telus Optic, at least in the provinces of British Columbia and Alberta, you can tune in to us on channel 7023. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, 
find us on the web, www.citr.ca. We're in the appropriate social media as well, too. To catch up on the programming, podcasts, live streams, interviews, counter events, other ongoings or goings-on within the Vancouver cultural scene. And my name is Gak, and I'll be keeping watch for the child in the red coat for the next two hours, so brace yourselves. This episode probably be a little bit more on the solemn side of things to commemorate the day and all it means phone number for the station for those of you listening live right now is 604-822-2487 ignoring the area code that spells out UBC C-I-T-R do keep it short and sweet to the point since we're mixing everything live doing a little bit of fact checking seeing what else breaking news is popping up you can email anytime with requests, comments, feedback, submissions, other ideas related to the show itself. That's RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. Exploding Movies is also on the various social media. Mediums. I remember how to pluralize certain Latin names. But on Facebook, it's Exploding Head Movies. It's simple. On Twitter, at 100air, which means I should tweet something now before I forget. Because I will. Now on Instagram, it is Bionic Man. So it is Remembrance Day. As evidenced by what we did at 11 a.m. local time. Commemorate those who served before us. Known as Armistice Day for a time, Veterans Day in America. It's a statutory holiday here in B.C., along with five other provinces and all the territories. Honoring those who fought in wars. Be they heading overseas and helping defend what they have or... Specific to this show, at least this episode, those caught in the middle. Some of us had the day off. Hopefully you had a chance to reflect on the ideas of War and Peace. For those of you who worked, thank you for keeping the fort running. The standard narrative is to honor those who serve to protect other people's freedoms. I know some people have quandaries about the day. But the main thing I'll iterate is to don't fall prey to idolizing war machines. Just think about those heeded the call those were impacted those who got out those who were left behind that'll be sort of our attack this week as we profile the 1993 film Schindler's List so we will be getting serious later on directed by Steven Spielberg Schindler's List adapts a true tale about how 1200 Jewish Poles were rescued by a German factory owner from the Holocaust that was happening during World War II John Williams, longtime collaborator with Steven Spielberg, wrote a moving score to the film. Also features the legendary violinist Itzhak Perlman. Towards the final half hour of the show, things will get stark, but it's always important to understand how we got here. Hopefully, ways of avoiding getting into cotton and things like that. We started off with a memorial of sorts to the late singer-songwriter-poet David Berman. And uh, the vocal track originally appeared on a collaboration between the former Silver Jew, former Purple Mountain, along with the Australian act The Avalanches. During a hiatus for both sides, in 2012 they put out a single called A Cowboy Overflow of the Heart. But what we heard was off the 2016 album Wildflower. We heard Saturday Nights, Inside Out, also featuring Father John Misty. 
David Berman died at his home in August this year at his own hand at the age of 52. Sad in so many ways. And uh, we're expecting a lot of things from Berman this year since he came back with Purple Mountains. One album, and that's going to be it, that came out this year. First that we heard from the man behind the Silver Jews ever since they broke up in 2009. And uh, if you have any questions about yourself about needing help in times of crisis... You can call 1-800-784-2433 without judgment. And shout out to the NFL's Tennessee Titans for honoring Berman on their scoreboard yesterday during their upset win over the Kansas City Chiefs. More sports news later in your home for utter randomness. Since I have a listener who's visiting from my hometown of Thunder Bay and uh, my portrait mate in most yearbooks, this is Exploding Head Movies where weirdness seems to follow. And what we just heard in the background was Devourers with the title track to their 2015 EP, Avalon. And the Allen Ferrari Concert Group and Frosted Tips of America, two outstanding production company names, they are proudly presenting Devourers this Thursday, November 14th at the Redgate Art Society. That's at 1965 Main Street near 3rd Avenue. Vancouver's very own Galeon Bad Boys back with a brand new music video. And along with doing a launch party for that, he's re-releasing his sophomore album, Iconoclast, onto cassette. So, joining Devourers, guests Strap, formerly known as A.S. Martins, along with Sydney, And the visuals will be provided by the Flavor Cell Collective. Again, this show is an early show, Thursday, November 14th. Doors at 7, music is at 8. It is an all-ages show. Tickets are suggested to be paid at $10, but no one will be turned around for lack of funds. So pay what you can, if you can. Also playing in town this week are Lightning Dust. The core duo of Amber Weber and Joshua Wells have separated from Black Mountain. Still maintaining some level of mountainsideness, I guess, but they're embracing their solo project fully now with as a quartet. With the usual mix of gothic pop, golden 70s FM rock, and Carpenter-esque synth orchestrations, all with a deep emotional core. Tambor Concerts presents Lightning Dust along with guests Himalayan Bear and a rare solo appearance and then K-Car. This is all happening Wednesday, November 13th at the Fox Cabaret at the corner of Kingsway and Main. Doors at 8, show at 9, tickets start at $15, plus the appropriate service charges. You can get them online through ticketweb.ca or physically in places like Red Cat on Main Street, Red Cat on Hastings, and then Zulu Records. Please bear in mind, this is a 19 and older show. And from their most recent album, this year's Spectre, this is Lightning Dust with 3 a.m., 100 degrees. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies Live in the Realms of Studio A of that trusty but never rusty little radio station that you know and love. CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
The Morning After Show is celebrating its 20th anniversary on Friday, November 22nd at the Rickshaw Theater. Jenny and the Mexicats will be lighting up the stage along with special guest Maria Blues from LA, and also our local favorites, Roomba 7 and Kawama. The show starts at 8 p.m. on November 22nd. You can get your tickets now for $20 at Red Cat or High Life, or buy it online at Eventbrite. Come celebrate 20 years of eclectic sounds and live music on the morning after show. Vancouver's own necking off of 2019's Cut Your Teeth to the Almighty Mint label. That was Go Getter. 
And Necking are doing a show this week, along with Portland, Oregon's Dimwit, another local great act, Garbage Dreams, and a new band called Snail Gun. All this is happening Saturday, November 16th at the Redgate Art Society. Doors at 9, tickets are $10, or pay what you can. Make sure it's something you can afford. I believe this show is all ages, since that's how Redgate rolls. Not confirmed at this time, at least from what I could see, but I'm pretty tr- confident that's the case. Tr-confident, as it were. Trustworthy. I don't know about me, but I try to be trusted. Behind me, from France, Montargis, this is Colleen. And off of her most recent release, 2017's A Flame, My Love, A Frequency, this song is one of a few that you'll hear tonight called November. Colleen's a composer, works with electronic and ambient music, also plays the cello. And uh, it's a quality mixture of elements that way. Lived in Paris for quite some time, but she now calls San Sebastian in Spain home. Quality music for quality listeners like you. Got some more shows lined up for you, and we're sticking with Mint Records as they present Woolworm as part of a record release show for their new album, Awe. Like, shock and awe, as opposed to, uh, it's awesome. Not awful. Awe. Woolworm, Friday, November 15th at Red Gates, and they are bringing their friends Juice from Kamloops Outpatient and then Kamikaze Nurse. And tickets again, $10. Pay what you can. All ages, for sure, this time. Here's the title track to that new album. Here's Woolworm with Awe.
Hey, what are you doing? You're procrastinating. What are you doing tonight? Netflix, again? Looking to socialize? We got you. Looking for variety? We have that. Hong Kong Student Association. Your ticket in. We're more than just a club. Come find your home. HKSA. Get involved at www.hksaubc.com. Just 
stampede a vile promenade but in china teacups two fools find love back at hotel parallel hysteria i can feel it she says get into the zone the zone is brimstone and To watch your teeth shudder at the mirror, at the clutter, crimson tongue. Destroyer is an album due out in January 2020 called Have We Met? That's a lead track. Destroyer with Crimson Tide. Always great to hear Dan Bahar kind of in sultry mode, although it's not really as sax heavy and sleazy as uh, Kaput was back in 2011, but definitely kind of that 80s new romantic kind of vibe. Is there a possible Alabama sports connection? Who knows? Uh, I normally try to shoehorn in a sports update, but I don't do championship games, but... <laughs> Alabama University team lost to Louisiana State University 46-41 to in college sports ball with the feet, but they carry the ball. So, not soccer. There we go. Your exploding sports update. Here on Exploding Head Movies, I'm Gak. This is CITR 11.0. One of these days, I'll actually get the frequency prank. 101.9 FM. In the background, this is the Italian composer Marcello Giambini. And from a 1973 production music library album called Synthomania. 
This track is also called November. Jimbini is known for scoring many spaghetti westerns, Italian horror, and giallo movies. And after to take up a f- genre film called the 1960s Peplum. That is something that just read, and now I have to figure out what it is. But probably best know Giambini for his score to the original film going back 50 years to 1969, Sabata, starring Lee Van Cleef. Now, this next set features an intriguing night of music happening here in Vancouver this weekend, as Sunwave and Happy Hour present Blue Hawaii, along with Ava. It's the Saturday, November 16th, at a secret location in Chinatown. I'll fill you a little bit more on the details about how you find out, but guess what? It involves buying a ticket. There you go. I'm not going to reveal location because I don't know yet. I can guess where in Chinatown it could be, but based on how the real estate in the city works, it helps to be kind of shifty. Guests with Blue Hawaii will be other. And I'll talk a little bit more about her later, but she's making her first Vancouver show, first show in Canada as part of a North American tour, along with K-A-S-H, that's Cash, Money, and Apollo.Music. Doors will be 11, wherever this will be, and it will go to 5 a.m. for you party owls. Tickets are $15. You can get showpass.com. Blue Hawaii's new album is called Open Reduction Internal Fixation. Definitely a surgical term, which is appropriate because one of the members hurt his foot on tour in Germany, so they had to scrap their plans of traveling in Asia and Japan as part of touring. But looks like they're on the mend, and it's helped sort of field some of the music that they're working on. The other member also went through a breakup, so you can get a sense that this is sort of like a homecoming album of sorts. Here's Blue Hawaii with Still I Miss You.
Vancouver International Mountain Film Festival's Fall Series is back, presenting an adventure-packed weekend including a mountain bike show that features North Vancouver's Elodie Brown and Leslie Kameyer. They'll be talking about the film Bikepacking and Boat Living, A Tale of Traveling by Land and Sea. Film screenings will take place at 7.30pm from November 14th to 19th at both the Centennial and Rio Theatre, with an added screening of the popular Real Rock Climbing Films on November 17th at 3pm. For more info, visit vimff.org.
from Norway. That was other. Uh, that was a single that came out last year called "I'm on Top." Other made her mark earlier that year with the song "Other Girls," and she has a new single up this year on Bandcamp. It's a stonker. I'll share it once it's year-end review time, which is what we do when we performance evaluate how 2019 was. Give us suggestions for what to do as 2020 comes along. Again, Sunwave and Happy Hour presents Blue Blue Hawaii and Other, the Saturday November 16th at a secret location in Chinatown to be revealed when you buy a ticket via showpass.com. Tickets are $15 and joining Blue Hawaii and Other, it's Cash and Apollo Music. Doors at 11. The show will be going late, so prepare yourselves. I'll leave it to you younger, intrepid folks or your shift workers to fully embrace it, though we'll see how late I can stay up. Behind me, out of LA, this is Psychic Health, and off their 2015 self titled release through the Time No Place label. This is Cathedral. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Hemus here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. And I had just been advised to give a quick shout out to the Naxos Grill in Thunder Bay. So if you want Greek food while well, you're in the lakehead, it's the place to be. It's on the Fort Williams side, close to the airport. Sometimes the bears wander by around there, but it's fine. The quality Greek food to be found. Thunder Bay. Naxos Grill. Greek food I go for. Corner of Fraser and 24th. So, Namos. Great Greek restaurant. Namos. Naxos. Oh, the souvlaki. That could fit on a plate. And maybe your belly, too. Anyways, that's uh, enough for the promotion side of business here. Back to the music. Eventually, we'll worm our way towards austere waters as we get in the Schindler's List, but let's head to Windsor, Ontario next, although Tiger Wing originally hails out of Calgary. Earlier this year, put out a nice little two-single EP. Played the A-side a few months ago called Overflow. This is side B. Here's Tiger Wing with Open Air.
for the best in funk, soul, surf, and more music. Tune in to Jack Velvet's Suburban Jungle Show, Wednesday mornings from 8 to 10 at CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Add us on Twitter, at Jack Velvet Radio, Jack Velvet's Suburban Jungle Show. Also available, streaming and podcast at jackvelvet.net. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Out of Atlanta, Georgia, quartet's known as Algiers, off of their most recent album, 2017's The Underside of Power. It's title track I need to play at some point, because it is a rollicking gospel rock song. The song we heard was Hymn for an Average Man. Though based in Atlanta, they actually formed in London, England. And a mixture defined there is a bit of post-punk gospel, a little garage soul, a little southern gothic as well, too, as they mentioned. So, New album's coming out next year in 2020. Although enough, the album's called There Is No Year. And apparently live, there's a little bit more dub-style expansion, like P.I.L., a little Afrobeat, a little industrial. Need to catch them at some point. Always dug them. Never get a chance to play them for you, but we'll always fix that. Otherwise, in the background, this is new music from Montreal's Montag. From a 2017 documentary about dance called Habiter le Mouvement. But the album just came out a few days ago. This is Montag with Une tête dans un bois. A head in a bottle. If my French, without the fact ver- verification, is accurate. So, I do what I can. Sometimes I even pronounce the words right. But once we get to the Yiddish and Hebrew side of things, please forgive me for what I might say. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase or streaming this week. Mostly new releases, but I do want to talk about some things that are being reissued. One that's a little bit more investigation, but we got time for that. On the new front, Fatima Akadiri provides her first soundtrack to the movie Atlantics, and that's coming out through Milan Records. Otherwise, Disney Machine is already ramping up, and we're not even talking about Disney Plus coming out tomorrow or tonight wherever you are Frozen 2 is coming to theaters very soon and the Academy Award, Academy Award winning composers Kristen Anderson Lopez, Robert Lopez join various artists in getting a soundtrack out to you this Friday through Walt Disney Records Carter Burwell provides a score to The Good Liar it's coming out through Water Tower Music otherwise Dan Levy provides the soundtrack to I Lost My Body that's coming out via Lakeshore Records. Theodore Shapiro provides the score to the upcoming holiday film Last Christmas. A song album is coming out through Sono Legacy. And for you fans of Wham! There's a previously unreleased George Michael song there, so... In case your heart was broken last Christmas, watch out for the very next day. Devante Hines provides the music to the film Queen and Slim... Various artists also contribute, and that's coming out through Motown Records. Otherwise, David Wingo's back, providing the score to The Report. And that's coming out through Lakeshore Records. On the re-release front, it's more kind of like expanding current things, but also ties into TV series and other uh, visual media that have been out for a while. But uh, the soundtrack to the British Netflix co-production of Peaky Blinders. Various artists provide the soundtrack. It's coming out through UMC. By order of the Peaky Fucking Blinders. Prepare to watch that show. Season 5 streaming now in North America through Netflix. Otherwise, a musical about Star Wars. 
is out. It's called a musical about Star Wars. The original cast recordings by Billy Ritchie is coming out through Broadway Records. Seems to be a satire based on the song titles. So I need to dig a little bit more about that. Otherwise, Steven Universe the movie. This is the deluxe vinyl edition of the soundtrack coming out with Water Tower music. Let's head over to North Africa for two takes on the Tuareg sound. The Saharan Western guitars that have a nice little jangle to them. And we'll start off in northern Mali with Tenariwen. New album's called Amadjar, which translates from Tamashek for as the foreign traveler. And uh, they've had a lot of guests that help out on the album. I saw Cass McCombs on the list here, but this track features Warren Ellis, violinist known for his work with Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, along with the Dirty Free. And uh, this song, don't have a direct translation of Tamashik, but uh, some of the lyrics refer to, I have no hate left for anyone, my soul is confused. Off of their new album, Amajar, here's Tanarwen with Tanmere Malulat.
Listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam speaking Musqueam people. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
My name's Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And out of Agadez, Niger. So not Nigeria, but Niger. We heard Madhu Mokhtar and off of 2018's Ilana, the creator. That was Kamane Tarhanin. Madhu Mokhtar, full name is Mahamadu Suleiman. Not related to Omar Suleiman, as far as I can tell, but I haven't really fully checked the genealogical history there. He's one of the pioneers of what we associate with the Tuareg sound, which we heard beforehand with Tenariwen. Off of Amadjar, we heard Tenere Malulat. And Madhu Mokhtar, as a pioneer, gained fame via cell phone memory card trading, which is how a lot of Africans share their music. They just put in a little memory card, swap it between phone to phone, copy things over locally, and that's how they distribute their music. Covered stuff like that before, and when I played a lot more African music, and I need to sort of fix that. Thankfully, I found some new sources here. Alana, the creator, came throughout, came out through the Sahel Sounds label, which had a series of compilations a few years back called Music from Saharan Cell Phones. Everyone's streaming one way or another. I always prefer to have a local copy, one way or another. And behind me, this is Anna, Brazilian-born, Barcelona-based producer. Works for the Compact label. The song originally came out on a 2018 single called Spiker 105, but also can be found on the Compact Total 19 compilation. This is Anna, with the main mix of Remembrance. Hopefully you're having a fine Remembrance Day. Of those near to you who've sacrificed some part of what they've worked with, either time, maybe their lives, for what we have now. Later on in the show, we'll profile music from Schindler's List. But we'll have another interesting double set here of music associated with REM, another band out of Georgia, although Athens where they are there's been some recent music from them and uh, I'll cover a little bit more about some of the other material associated with R.E.M. as of late but for the first time Michael Stipe the enigmatic crooning singer-songwriter put out his first solo single last month it's something in tribute to the climate activism group Extinction Rebellion Stipe's been a longtime advocate for the environment. He's been inspired by some of this new generation's protests, as it were. Definitely more on the ambient side of things, as we're about to hear. But it sort of ties into what Stipe had been doing as of late, since he's done some production work. His name actually appears on uh, the comeback and now final album by the Electro Clash Act, Fisher Spoon. Anyways, here's Michael Stipe. Proceeds of the single again, Extinction Rebellion. Definitely more in the wildcat mode of striking as opposed to Greenpeace, but it's about time we start actually listening because the earth is burning. There's Michael Stipe with your capricious soul. Honey, 
My name is David Scott, I play wide receiver for the University of British Columbia football team and I'm here to discuss the Be More Than a Bystander program. Myself and a few other players were lucky enough to work alongside the BC Lions and EVA, the Ending Violence Association, to support this cause. The main goal of the Be More Than a Bystander initiative is to increase awareness of domestic violence against women. For more information on the cause, please visit endingviolence.org.
That song was originally recorded in a different take for 2001 as an attempt to appear on their 2001 album Reveal. Then it was re-recorded in the Bahamas back in 2004 in hopes it could make Around the Sun, but it didn't fully fit. But based on what Hurricane Dorian did to the Bahamas, R.E.M. released that song to help fundraising to rebuild that Caribbean island country. R.E.M. with a single called Fascinating. Always good to hear a song for charity that, especially from a band that was always a big proponent and advocate for certain causes, definitely the uh, underrepresented, as it were. And as for recent R.E.M. news, well, still doing their 25th anniversary of re-releasing all their albums, and uh, this one was always a popular one that appeared in the used bins of the CDs, originally from 1994, Monster. 25 years, still very divisive, it was this very glammy, loud, not something you associate with the R.E.M. that broke out with albums like Out of Time and Automatic for the People. So their imperial phase, when they got all buzzy, lyrics got all obsessive and celebrity-based. And this is when Michael Stipe came out as queer as well. So I'm re-listening to the album, especially with uh, a new mix as part of a six-CD set. Helps uh, bring out Stipe's vocals a little bit more, and lyrically you could tell. This was a bit of a coming out in many ways. In the background, going back 20 years to 1999, this is Orbital. With one of the remixes to their single style, as evidenced by uh, a lot of the instrumentation here, this is called Bagpipe Style. Always a treat to go back in time and find little gems that you may have forgotten about. And we'll sort of lean more experimental now before we get all dark on you, but that's how we like to roll here. From Scotland, we'll listen to some Anna Meredith, who profiled her score to the 2018 film Eighth Grade around the start of the school year last year. And she's put out a couple albums since then. One sort of a remix of Vivaldi's Four Seasons, another one in tribute for the M8 motorway system in the United Kingdom. But her new album just came out last month called Fibs. This one actually is what she's marking as her second studio album. Fibs based on the idea that the lies that we tell each other. Quality stuff out of Scotland. Here's Anna Meredith with Callion. Thank you. 
Join us every other Wednesday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. for Sam Squanch's Hideaway with your host, Anita B., as she plays all Canadian music with a focus on indie rock and pop. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 Witchering of 2018's Gate of Grief. Their first album, and potentially their last. That was Leprosy. Context behind that, well, White Ring formed when Brian Kirkamillis in New Orleans met Kendra Malaya out of New York through MySpace, back when that was a very active site and a great source for new music. They collaborated remotely for a time, but then uh, Kirkamillis moved to New York to work with Mally in person in 2009. They put out a few singles and EPs until uh, Malaya forced a hiatus due to some health issues. But White Ring reformed last year. They put out some more singles, 
Most recent release was a mixtape in conjunction with Gate of Grief called Un... Sorry, Chained Volume 2 called Flooded. But as posted on Facebook recently, Malia died October 25th from undisclosed causes, perhaps tied to the health issues that she had faced. She was 37 years old. Behind me, this is John Williams from the 1976 film The Missouri Breaks, starring Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson as an epic western directed by Arthur Penn. Talking about a rugged part of Montana where the Missouri River does deep cuts in land. This is Remembrances. And uh, we'll continue on with some John Williams after this short announcement. Tying into Remembrance Day, World War II, and, of course, the Holocaust, because we are talking about Schindler's List next year on Exploding Head Movies. What a strange way to be brought together. The ones they've loved have been wounded or died. Everyone dies. Yes, but everyone isn't killed. In a way, being loved is like being told you never have to die. It's Johnny good luck to Johnny Canuck and all UBC the Theater and Film presents Timothy Findlay's The Wars, adapted by Dennis Garnum, directed by Lois Anderson, taking us deep inside the mind of a soldier and catapulting us into the mud, smoke, and chlorine gas of the front line in France in World War I. Emerging artists tell the story of soldiers and their families, not much older than they are now. Timothy Finley's The Wars is ultimately life-affirming, proving that human connection is all. November 7th to 23rd, Frederick Wood Theatre. Tickets for students only 11.50. Theaterfilm.ubc.ca In the background, a violin. This is Yitzhak Perlman, along with John Williams and an orchestra. From the score to Schindler's List, this is Jewish Town, referring to the Krakow Ghetto in winter of 1941. Schindler's List came out in 1993, directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Steven Zalian, based on Thomas Keneally's historical novel from 1982 called Schindler's Ark. Starred Liam Neeson as the industrialist Oscar Schindler, Ben Kingsley as his accountant Yitzhak Stern, and then Rafe Fiennes in a breakout role as the Nazi officer Amon Guth. Bibacop is its story of the real-life tale about a German businessman who hires more than a thousand Polish-Jewish refugees during World War II and protects them from the Holocaust. He starts off bribing German officials to hire cheap Jewish labor to keep his factory going, but uh, after witnessing the Krakow Ghetto Massacre, a bit of a tonal change there. And he basically hires people, even though at that point he's sourcing out the manufacturing of munitions to other companies, so he protected them, especially as the World War II continued and things didn't go well. Keneally based his book on the story told from one of the surviving Jews that worked for Schindler, and they're actually known as the Schindler Juden, and it's Poldick Pfefferberg, 
otherwise known as Leopold Page. They met at Page's leather goods store in Beverly Hills in the 70s, and Pfefferberg actually had been trying to make a biopic about Oscar Schindler in the 60s. But uh, once the novel was released, the MGM, or sorry, the MCA president at the time approached Spielberg about this true story, and Spielberg was astonished to find out how improbably true it was. Spielberg was on the record as saying, I was drawn to it because of the paradoxical nature of the character. What would drive a man like this to suddenly take everything that he had earned and put it all in the service of saving these lives? And uh, in the 80s, once Spielberg learned about it, he felt unprepared to direct the film. And over a decade time, he discussed with other directors to see if they could do it instead. But eventually his Jewish heritage took hold, but he also was reacting, at least in the early 90s, to the rise of neo-Nazis and Holocaust deniers in the wake of the fall of communism in the Berlin Wall, at which point he felt like he was ready. It was time, so he filmed it in the same town where everything happened. Krakow, Poland. Spielberg filmed it like a documentary, mostly black and white, save for one key exception. And it was a haunting experience for everyone involved, very little levity. At some point, Robin Williams actually had to call Spielberg uh, every few nights just to sort of lighten him up because it got intense. I mean, there was a point where the film was set in Auschwitz as the showers came, and it just felt like there was no case to really direct people. Just, this is what happened. John Williams has been highly recognized for the score that came out. The literary film composer had his own hesitation to tackle the work after he viewed the film for the first time. He was moved beyond belief, and he first declined, telling Spielberg that he needed a better composer. But Spielberg replied, legendarily, I know, but they're all dead. So, Williams indicated that he was not going down a melodramatic path, and he aimed for music that was loving and gentle. We're going to actually hear two themes throughout the selection of cues I picked here that combine the idea of Hebraic lullabies along with the unabiding sadness that everyone had, but not silence. So they kept going. Otherwise, the music was used sparingly, since the film is almost three hours long, but there's only 50 minutes of music by Williams in the film. So this way, there's a bit of a greater impact with how the music takes hold. And for the violin solos, Williams worked with the legendary Israeli-American conductor, teacher, violinist Yitzhak Perlman, who's worked extensively with music tied to TV, opera, jazz, and film. So, also throughout, we're going to actually hear some of the clarinet solos by the klezmer virtuoso Glora Feldman. And we're going to start off here with uh, one of the standard greetings that was given to Schindler with how he handled things. Translates, I think, from Yiddish or Hebrew as, With our lives, we give life. This is known as Im Hayelnur Anur Notim Chaim, otherwise known as Immolation. Here's John Williams from Schindler's List.
course, I close with one of the loaded songs there is, and I'll contextualize that for those who aren't familiar with that. So, from the soundtrack to Schindler's List, <clears throat> Schindler's List, so we hear John Williams along with Yitzhak Perlman on violin, starting off with Immolation, with our lives we give life. Then on the piano, we heard the reprise of the theme from Schindler's List. It's used a lot in figure skating routines. It's a moving melody. And then we heard uh, the Liran Herzliya Children's Choir from Tel Aviv as conducted by Ronit Shapira. And that's a version of the children's alphabet song, or Alephbet, since uh, the Hebrew character set is uh, different. The song we heard was On the Cooking Stove, otherwise known as On the Hearth, uh, known in Yiddish as Oifen Pripetschok. And in the film, it was used quite hauntingly as the Germans played it to tease out the hiding children during the Krakow Ghetto Massacre. Personally, to Steven Spielberg, it's what his grandmother used to sing to the director when he was a child. The fourth verse of Oifen Pripetschok is, When, children, you will grow older, you will understand how many tears lie in these letters and how much crying. Then we heard a lament that Oscar Schindler made, especially at the end of the war, as he managed to save 1,200 people. I could have done more which is a sign of a true hero there, where he feels like stuff was able to be undone, but if only he could have saved more than 1,200 since. As we know, over 6 million Jews died in the Holocaust. But one man did already a lot. And then we close with one verse from the Ramat Gan Chamber Choir, Tel Aviv. It's conducted by Hanetzur. It's known as Hebrew as Yerushalayim Shel Zahaf, otherwise known of Jerusalem of Gold, an unofficial national anthem of Israel tied to the longing of the Jewish people to return to Jerusalem after 2,000 years away. But some dispute its usage in the film since it also ties into the Six-Day War. A new verse was added, so there's some acrimony with regards to how it ties into Palestine. So, if you're curious, the Israeli version of Schindler's List provides another war song there. Halicha which I've totally mangled, but otherwise translates as a walk to Caesarea. And behind me, this is Remembrances. Schindler's List was nominated for 10 Oscars back in 1994. Sorry, it was nominated for 12 Oscars. It won 10. So, it won for Best Original Score, John Williams' fifth and most recent win, and he also won a BAFTA and Grammy for Schindler's List. It was nominated for a Golden Globe, but it lost to Kataro's score to Oliver Stone's Heaven and Earth. Otherwise, Schindler's List also won Best Picture, Best Director for Spielberg, Best Cinematography, Best Screenplay, Best Art Direction, Best Actor for Liam Neeson, Best Supporting Actor with Ray Fiennes, Best Editing, and Best Costume Design. The real-life Oscar Schindler fled Germany as the Soviets came in, as the Soviets basically rescued his staff, but he would have been arrested. Made it to West Germany, his marriage dissolved, and he went so broke that the Jewish people he rescued bailed him out. Schindler died in 1974, and paradoxically, he's the only Nazi-affiliated person buried in Mount Zion in Jerusalem and named one of the righteous among the nations by the Israeli government in 1993. Spielberg's most recent film was last year's Ready Player One. Upcoming, he's working on a remake of West Side Story, and it's going to be his first musical after almost 50 years. 
And oh yeah, Indiana Jones, part five. Hopefully not too scary. No crystal skulls or nuked fridges or crazy apes. As for John Williams, most recent soundtrack was to another Spielberg film, The Post. He couldn't work on Ready Player One since they were both coming at the same time. Williams will be working on his final Star War, The Rise of Skywalker, due out later this year. And yes, he'll be working on both Spielberg films. Incidentally, Holocaust Memorial Days do exist. Dates, depending on local history, internationally it's known as January 27th. This was on that day in 1945 when the Auschwitz concentration camp was liberated. And in Israel and most of Canada, the 27th day of the Jewish month of Nisan, which is either April or May, is known as Yom HaShoah, or in full, Yom HaShoah V'Hagavura, which means a day of remembrance of the Holocaust and heroism. So, in 2020, at least on the Christian calendar, it falls on Tuesday, April 21st. That's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up very shortly, it is the jazz show with Gavin Walker, and it will guide you to midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening broadcast. Next week, I'll figure out what to do. It might be Joker, it might be Russian Doll, it might be The Lighthouse. But uh, the end of 2019 is coming, as well as the 2010s. So December may have a whole bunch of memorials of itself. Let's close with one last song we associate with today. Uh, not something you're probably familiar with, because this is something that was originally on the Concord label in the 60s, but uh, we released it this year through Craft Recordings as part of Record Store Day. With the title track to the assorted finery from the first psychedelic age, here is Buffy St. Marie with his little song about poppies. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. Hopefully Remembrance Day was meaningful to you. Take care and keep the peace. I tippy-toe across your dream each night So as not to wake you Asleep in your summer A garland of flowers Yellow and white